Hello. 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 Good evening. Good evening. Hello. 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 Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. Hey, Pastor. How are you? Good evening, Pastor. How are you doing? Good evening. Good evening, Scott. Good evening, Pastor Scott. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. We're going to go ahead and start. Hello, Hello. Hello. Um, good evening, everyone. I greet you with Jesus' joy, and uh, I don't take for granted you all uh, being on here. We're certainly delighted that you're able to join. We have uh, over 118 portals that have been open, um, and we thank God for each and every one of you that have made it to this prayer call tonight, and uh, I'm humbled by your presence. Let me share a scripture with you uh, that on a day like today I think is so appropriate. It is from a psalm that Moses wrote, Psalm 90, verse 12. So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. When you finish a project, when you finish a subject, when you finish uh, a reading, um, once you get to the end of it, you, you tend to have a different perspective. Whether it's a project, a relationship, or as you come to the end of life, it can cause you to look at how you spent that time. What have you invested? How well did it work out? How good were you? And what were your shortcomings? This stepping back often leaves us sometimes second-guessing, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But the moment of reflection and gathering together what was done well and where improvements can be made uh, can, if done properly, give you a sense of peace. It's all about perspective. Tonight I share with you, St. Paul and friends, uh, Moses brought with him a wealth of perspective when he wrote Psalm 90. And for a lot of folks, you have to understand that Moses, I believe, died when he was, oh gosh, uh, about 120 years old. The first 40 he spent as um, a prince in Pharaoh's palace. The second 40 he spent was on the backside of the Midian desert, keeping Jethro's sheep. The third 40 he spent leading the children of Israel out of Egypt and caring for them in the wilderness. And as he was able to reflect upon his journey with God and dealing with the children of Israel, this psalm kind of depicts the frailty of humanity 
between the sovereignty of God and the grace of God. So Moses is really writing as an educated prince of Egypt who went through the transformation in becoming the servant of God. And so in order to fully appreciate this psalm, you should understand Moses' history. He exchanged his royal role in Egypt for a nomadic life in the Midian Desert. He had made some mistakes and was just going through the motions of being a shepherd. And then one day, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing fire from a burning bush. And when Moses saw the burning bush, he turned aside. And when the Lord saw that he had turned aside to look, God called him. It became a life altering event. He was no longer a shepherd for his father-in-law's sheep, but he now became the shepherd of a nation and ultimately a man of God. You and I aren't just living our lives. We got to look back on what we have done and what we're walking in right now. But let me tell you this, and if you don't get anything else, get this. When God reveals God's self to you, God takes notice when you turn aside or whether you turn away. If we choose to seek God, incredible, amazing, purposeful things happen. Like Moses, we may encounter a blazing fire that ignites in the midst of our heart that gets rid of the foolishness of our ways and illuminates the wisdom of God. And it's this wisdom where you and I gain a more blessed perspective. It is God's wisdom that is more profitable than silver and gold. It is this wisdom that will give you better return than the stock market. It is this wisdom that will guide you along dark paths of life. It is this wisdom that will encourage your heart and let you know how God is able to keep you from falling. It is this wisdom that God gives so graciously and so generously without conditions. And all you got to do is ask for it. So as I close, the wisdom of God becomes a new beginning with the opportunity for us to step back, even right now, even on March the 1st, 2023, Step back, evaluate life, ask God to help you make the best use of the rest of your time. And ultimately, the heart you present to God, the mind you give to God, the spirit you lay before God each day will reflect the wisdom God gave you to utilize. And if you ever, ever understand and operate in the flow and the wisdom and the purpose of God, I guarantee, my sister and brother, it will be time well spent. Amen. Amen. Well, we're getting ready to have prayer, um, and our numbers have increased. We're up to 140. 
I, I, this was such a an appropriate devotional. Um, I got hit today with three calls of persons dying that uh, or people that have been part of our church that we have lost. Um, Deacon Dot Barnes lost her godson that she had been caring for. Um, Sister Maxine Robertson lost uh, her husband, Ronald Robinson, today. And then um, uh, Sister, um, Sister Tracy Bulls lost her, mom, her grandmother, rather, uh, one of our old saints. And um, so we got several funerals that we'll be dealing with over the next uh, few days. Sister Mary Murphy, uh, Deacon Mary Murphy, rather, had surgery today. We want to lift her up in prayer. We want to lift up also um, Dr. Paul Drummond and his wife, Lady Thomasina. We want to keep her lifted up in prayer. I'm getting ready to uh, open up the portal, and if you all would share your prayer concerns at this time as far as our church family or as far as your concerns. God, you continue to amaze us with the power and presence of who you are, and Lord, for all of those who are on this call tonight. We have 138 portals that have been opened. And God, in the midst of all these portals being opened, there's no telling how many people that are on this line, and yet, God, we know you know each and every one of us by name, by situation, by circumstance, by condition. You, God, know what we have shared, and you know what we have not shared. So, Lord, before we come and we ask you for anything, we say thank you. Thank you for another day. Thank you for health, life, and strength. Thank you for Kaya's presentation tonight on living single. Thank you, oh God, for rehearsals that are taking place, making ready for Sunday morning. 
Thank you, God, for bringing those who have had procedures and surgeries today. But even more importantly than all of that, thank you for your forgiveness and your grace. And, Lord, we realize we have not done all you wanted us to do. And in order to be in relationship with you, you are such a forgiving God. Lord, I pray right now that by the power and presence of your Holy Spirit, that each and every person that has joined this call, that has a concern, Lord, would you address it according to your sovereign will so that your purpose would be manifested in their lives, so that they will operate with wisdom and not with what they just want, with wisdom uh, and not just the foolishness of the culture, with wisdom and not get caught up in the ways of the world with your wisdom to become more like Christ and less like the culture with your wisdom. To be able to live a life that the bright light of your love and grace shine versus the darkness of being snarky and mean with your wisdom that we will be able to let others see your good works, and give you glory in heaven. God, I thank you for each and every person that's on this call, blessed in a special way. And as they need, whether it's physical, financial, medicinal, relational, social, emotional, mental, or spiritual, bless as only you can, oh God. And God, we, we, we pray that... Um, this weekend, as we make preparation to gather uh, materials to send to our sisters and brothers suffering in Liberia and being a blessing to them, multiply, oh, God, in an incredible way. Yeah, in an incredible, awesome way so that they will be blessed. Uh, because of the generosity of the people here in North Carolina in general and St. Paul in particular. We love you, oh God, and we don't take that for granted. Lord, um, as we get ready to close out this prayer, um, uh, our own staff, uh, Sister Deborah Dalton, just got back in today and is working prayer calls, and Kaya, <laughs> thank you for her willingness, don't want to pass that up. Uh, bless the staff here at St. Paul. Bless the leaders here at St. Paul. Bless the congregation here at St. Paul. And God, bless all the people that our, that our ministry and our work, our mission will impact for your glory. And Lord, we wait with great anticipation on how you will add to your church, both virtually and physically and have us bursting at the seams so that people will know there is a God and beside you there is no other. God, dismiss us from this call, never from your presence. Keep us in your sovereign care. Um, and then on this weekend, as far as mission is concerned, let us come together, do your work. On Sunday morning, let us gather digitally, virtually, and physically to worship you. And then let us leave coming to have worship, departing to serve, bringing you glory, honor, and praise. It is in your son Jesus' name we pray, and we claim it done.